0: Welcome everyone to Satellite Girls. My name is Irlanda, and I have, as always, my lovely, amazing, never done before shall stopper co-host. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's I just in
1: it with the little.
0: Absolutely, oh girl! It's 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 what I expect for every time we sit down to record. This is what I expect: <laughs> the Nothing happiness, less. the joy. <laughs> So today so, we'll,
1: it will be a big, I feel like a second big episode. There's a it lot of is. episodes.
0: Yeah. So, what what is the episode about tonight? We're gonna,
1: tonight we're going to talk about, we called it Read the Movement, which is our version of the sad lit girl cult. So we're going to kind of explain, maybe analyze, even... The construct the, mm-hmm. side, the girl movement because we thought it was kind of important to talk about diversifying our TBRs, but also, like... anyways, you're You're going to see people. It's going to be super...
0: (laughs) We're going to get into it.
1: Yes. But first, the presentation of the trigger warning because sometimes we're going to talk about mental disorder, also drug abuse, eating disorder, self-harm. So if you feel like this is not what you want to hear about, you can skip that episode and come next week because next week will be
0: very fun like it will be amazing. I don't want to give a lot of detail into it. Maybe at the end. Maybe at the end. People. Maybe at Maybe. the end. <laughs> so like that so like that people people get excited. But just know that we'll have our first guest. Yay! Yay! They say and yes. <laughs> they say yes. I cannot believe it. <laughs> I cannot believe it. They wanted to be into this chaos, but they they did, they did, and we'll have our first guest. And I guess, I guess, we're gonna start hinting what's going to be about soon. So just stay tuned, as always. Yeah, tuned.
1: <laughs> Maybe if you don't want to listen to the copy, just go at the end. We'll be like putting some little. Absolutely things.
0: yes. You'll have more details. You can skip until the very end. <laughs> it counts
1: so yeah go take the floor Yolanda
0: so the sad lead girl literature literary movement um let's say that as influence I guess we it wasn't like something random but it wasn't something that we actually planned for real uh it's just something that came like kept on showing on our conversations mm-hmm. and something that we kept on seeing all over bookstagram and book talk. And so because I actually did this, this year on winter 2022, a class on media and gender, because as a little reminder, I'm in communications. I'm a communications student at the moment. Um yes this is something that struck me in a way like the sad girl has existed for a long time and I feel like for some reason we don't really know where it comes from but don't worry we're gonna tell you you are (laughs) gonna gonna know
1: (laughs) also I feel like we because of like social media even like books book talk but bookstogram we glorify it in a way like sadness is glorified and I'm like I I don't feel this is what the author meant when they wrote those sad books you know
0: yes so that's why
1: we wanted to analyze it.
0: Yeah exactly like I feel like it's always important to understand what are you reading in the sense of like if you're reading a subgenre, that's what mm-hmm. I call them, um, you have to understand that it's not about the glorifying of mental struggles on women, uh, no, in this It's to case. actually
1: understand others.
0: It's to actually understand them. And I feel like that's something that sometimes gets lost in the conversation. I've seen a lot of people read a lot of sad girl books, but I haven't seen them talk about what it probably means or, or what the author wants to say. like Or even for them. Yeah. W-
1: like what happened in their head as they were reading or even if they felt like they were able to relate to that person in a way yeah. because often maybe you you cannot pinpoint sometimes you have so much emotion that mm-hmm. the fact that it is it is written in front of you is like oh oh now I understand why I was feeling that way yes and you can relate to the main character
0: so first things first what is a sad girl, and where does it come from? So, <laughs> it's come,
1: sounds- <laughs> come back in time, people. <laughs> Let's
0: go back in time. So actually, this is super interesting because I had no idea. I am one of the people who love Tumblr like crazy it was my favorite platform in the uh, in the day and i do remember seeing a lot of like images of like a hundred percent sad or like glitter over like medication stuff and so on and like for example a lot of like crying manga girls lana del rey as a symbol as an icon of this era and like her lyrics too were all over the place. Um, oh, yes. So this goes back like this movement, because I, I want to put it out there. Booktook and Bookstagram didn't create the sad girl in a way. I feel uh, they just push it. Exactly. So it came back like everything that that's like a trend, it always comes back and oh, some yes. trends stay. And this is one of them. So what's interesting to me is that the sad girl movement, at least on Tumblr, started like a way of self-expression. Women wanted to really put themselves out there and talk about their mental struggles without being something normalized or something weaponized. Because that happens often. Like how many times... Have we heard as women? Oh. oh, this is your sadness is normal because women are dramatic. Women are over, you know, they overreact. Overreacting. <laughs> women are always vulnerable. The women are weak in a sense. So women really, really wanted to take and own their mental struggles and put them in a way that really represent them. Yeah, which is.
1: I just feel also like maybe a sense of community because, I mean, we're not alone. Like, I do feel like some people were obviously unique, so maybe not always the same kind of pain or the same kind of emotional turmoil. But I feel like you can't even, like, it makes me laugh because when I did my postagram, I created, which is not the same thing, but (laughs) what I mean is that I wanted to find a community with what i was writing so i feel like maybe those people in, on tumblr
0: mm-hmm. wanted
1: to find community will understand them and not value what they say but um oh i forgot i guess
0: relate to each other in a way
1: yeah but I also say that it's it's okay to feel that sadness well, yeah it, it's kind of they give value to to that not just like oh because you're a woman, you cannot feel those things or because you, you feel too much, like just brushing it away, you know?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, in a way it makes sense that this movement started in social media um, because even if the internet can be the worst thing when it comes to, you know, cyber bully or like unsolicited um, opinions on the net. It also can create uh, this sense of community, as you say, so I guess it was normal and unexpected for women to take over Tumblr because Tumblr was very open minded until they started like to ban a lot of like content uh, cool. and you know, at some point, yes, uh, the sad girl also started to turn away from their actual. Goal, which was visible mental illness on women, in a sense, and instead of visibility, it became a little bit as always, the internet can be a happy and a horrible place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it became um more of a glorification of self-harm, suicidal thoughts, um you know, yeah. a lot of a lot of things were going on. Even like for example, many people got. Uh, this is something that I read in, in class actually, uh, that many people got the idea that being sad was trendy, was fashionable, was uh, like, like it was
1: an accessory. Exactly, <laughs> like, like it was
0: like kind of like an accessory to make you look cool in a way, and I mean. It doesn't mean that because you have depression or anxiety or BPD or any other kind of mental uh, illness, it doesn't mean that you cannot be cool. But people that don't have these illnesses have to understand that you don't need to come in these areas either. You don't need to glorify. This kind of things. No, because um, people
1: who actually are diagnosed are even suffering from it. Yeah, exactly. Really diagnosed are suffering because of it. So I so, mean, so and
0: yeah, exactly. If
1: you're lucky and you're and you be you can be like you can live without it. I mean, why would you create that persona?
0: And the same happens uh, now with the sad lit girl, which we'll get into it. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that went wrong with the sad girl movement uh, on Tumblr is that there was a lot, a lot of white uh, conversations, but there was no room for POC nor uh, minorities in general. We talked about, you know, a more kind of white image in all of these images. It was rare to see someone who looked like I don't know a different race uh or from a different background most of the times uh what I've seen
1: you always see the kind of emo girl who's like yeah like snow white very like snowy skin and then you have like the super dark makeup and super dark hair
0: yes Mm -hmm. so a lot of a lot of the things uh from like a lot of the things that went wrong with the movement was one, of course, the glorification of mental illnesses uh, and how lightly these conversations were taken. And two, of course, the, the, the lack of representation and the lack of diversity in this area and movement.
1: But I feel like we, we kind of came back to that. We circled back. Yeah. To if you're from the corporate world, welcome, circle back. <laughs> favorite, uh, favorite word in a meeting. Favorite word in a meeting. But yeah, I feel like in book talk and bookstagram, we kind of circle back to this because I don't know if people can relate to that. But we see a lot of a lot of author, but a lot of main character were mainly side girl, but they're white. Like obviously, like you you kind of have certain people who are people of color, but the majority are describing. Or yeah, describing representing the struggle of white women. So I feel like we came back, we circled back to this. Yeah. I don't know if you if you felt the same as you were watching all those because we did some research, people. But as oh we actually books,
0: did <laughs> oh, this time we actually did a lot of research in a way, but I feel in in my case, uh, I won't say that I don't enjoy reading about these books. My dark Vanessa, my year of rest of, and relaxation. You know, Um I recently added because you told me it was about like oh, it was a lot of like white sadness. That's what you said, sorrow and bliss. Um, oh yeah, there, it there's was yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, <laughs> like acts of desperation. Well,
1: oh, this one too, but didn't didn't read it, but same heard a lot so, about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I I enjoy reading about these things and I feel like they are important and I like when the authors take their time to write about them because I don't think uh, it's easy to talk about mental illnesses or eating disorders or suicidal thoughts or, you know, in some cases like my darwin is uh, sexual abuse. I don't think it's it's light topics to write about no because um, they're, yeah. they're actually putting
1: themselves there like i don't think yeah. this author are coming in and be like yeah i really want to incarnate that very depressed yeah
0: exactly a uh,
1: drug abusing person and like they actually felt that they're pulling themselves out and be like you know what it happened maybe maybe it did not happen to them because i've Maybe it's always different, but I feel like whenever you write something, whenever you create something in art, you kind of put a little bit of yourself. And then you're exposed to that public that you don't know if they will understand or even, um, how do you call that? Kind of not analyze the same way as you did, but yeah, because when they consume it, Mm -hmm. they consume it the way that they understand it. So they kind of transform the meaning and everything, so I feel like mm-hmm. it's a it's a big move to pub to publish a book and be like, I will talk about my vulnerability. That yeah, author.
0: yeah. I think it requires a lot. And again, we are not saying that all of these authors experience something like that. But as Anna some said, people do great research, yeah, and
1: they're able to yeah. write about uh, different experiences that they. I just have in mind. Uh, the queen of the spicy romans who did the brown the the brown sisters
0: oh yes
1: uh, tadia ibert who did talk about anxiety in it and she does talk about chronic illness and she always prefaces her books being like oh i did some research at that but if there is something that you're not totally like it doesn't like represent or anything Mm -hmm. she's just very open about how she writes her character and I felt like it was a breath of fresh air because I absolutely love it in a way she also represents different people in romance which we we need
0: (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so that's
1: why I'm like obviously like you said maybe some people did not necessarily experience it first
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but then if they do like they actually do their work like you can you can that's why I feel like those mm-hmm. the books that are of- often recommended are actually like people fail something that's why they're still mm-hmm. there but also we need to maybe spice up the genre yeah with other people than just white women
0: and now you know like we we are not saying that um non BIPOC authors should write about BIPOC experiences because that will no. never work. But it's not that BIPOC authors are not writing about it. It's just that the way that I've seen BookTok and Bookstagram consume the sad girl. Uh it's very, it's very it's based the yes yes, so it's really based on like what they've seen recommend and trend one, two mm-hmm. and it's really based on the aesthetics of, of what's trending at the moment like for example I remember that um, I read my year of rest and relaxation a little before it exploded <laughs> I don't remember the exact why I read it but I did. And then uh, everyone was talking about it. And even as of now, I'm not saying that this is something that we, we, we said uh, in one of the our first episodes, that Bookstagram and Book.org have an amazing impact. And we love that people are reading. But I feel like, for example, this kind of books shouldn't be just slightly recommended to everyone. Uh, Like, for example, uh, I was uh, before we started recording, I was telling Anna about a couple (laughs) posts that I saw during the summer about how to be this sad girl, hot girl persona. And
1: it's just because the sad girl is not that girl, the soft girl. Is that something that just change your change your clothes and and become it like it's not it's it's about it's it's not a trend it's not an aesthetic is it's real people struggling yeah
0: and that's you know that's that's what like I absolutely love bookstagram and more recently (laughs) book (laughs) talk because I I do enjoy my time there and I've gotten great recommendations but I feel like certain books shouldn't be just put Just out there out if there. it's going yeah. to be if it's going to be like someone recommending like for example mcdar vanessa yeah. you know anna how much i struggle with that book
1: <laughs> man um, and even we we still bought on that book because that's because we thought that the subject was yeah so fun and so nice to read about no it's very tough yeah, but I was talking about someone comparing those books with another very sad book. And I was like, you cannot compare that. Those are different experiences. And magnifically, like, she obviously, the author, did a great job because you're so frustrated. You're sad. Mm-hmm. You want the main character to become, not to become better. That's not what I want to say. But just to
0: To so heal. He
1: yeah, to heal that's it. Yeah. I, I wanna say to be happy. <laughs> Peace and yeah. world. But no, just like to heal. But uh, yeah, it's just
0: it's so And good. you know, it's a fantastic book, but like I swear you I, I swear. Like I started in January. yeah and, and I started June. I finished was, it yeah. and then you finished it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly like it took me forever and the reason why it's because these books are heavy heavy in topics that will distress you uh and i kept seeing during the summer like the same recommendations you know like Mike dark vanessa was one that kept on like coming back um and no trigger warning whatsoever it was just all about like how to reach your sad hot girl summer and i'm like i promise you you don't want to be as sad as any of these characters or as any of the real people that are struggling out there with this experiences so yeah it's just a way
1: yeah also depending on the Person who read it, because when she compared the sad books, I mean, it really depends. Like you said, you you yeah. really struggled, but I mean, other people could read it and be like, you know what, like I didn't struggle, but it was a beautiful book and everything. And yeah, I recommend it. But I feel like people need to assess the public or assess who they're talking to. Me, like, yeah, maybe that person will find it. A little bit difficult more difficult than i did and maybe will play on their uh, on their mood and everything so i feel like with sad book you really have to know the person you're recommending things to or if if you're not sure because book talk and books are yeah. gonna put the trigger warnings please. yes Always.
0: because in the end you don't know how someone will react to what the what you read that you recommend Uh and also you can't stop
1: stop reading it like that that's what we're talking together to some people continue and I'm like you don't have to
0: yes you You don't don't have have to to. absolutely not
1: you're not gonna be more cool if you read it and you're like sobbing and you you cannot live afterwards no stop it if you feel like it's making you super sick stop it
0: yeah Because I've seen a lot of people like really preach about the, I do not DNF. But sometimes you really need to know your limits. And it's okay to have limits. And it's okay to have, you know, your boundaries with what you you do as a hobby. Because sometimes that hobby, uh, reading is fantastic. Yeah. And it's so fantastic that you will feel everything. (laughs) <laughs> it's so fantastic that you will feel everything if it's well-reading uh i i i sorry it was at least my dark vanessa when i saw that in that particular post i was like oh oh, oh girl. okay but you know the problem wasn't because i've seen it also recommended by some other people and what they did with the book was like you know talk about what what what's going on in the book Yes. Their emotions with the book and mm-hmm. why you should or should not read it. Plus trigger warnings, which is very important. Like you you cannot just assume that everyone will react the same as you do. And you know, like sad girls in literature are fascinating. Uh it's it's yes, it's something it gives that
1: you adore yeah. to someone else like yeah. Metal state, which is very interesting or you know it can also
0: it can also give your own struggle a voice and you know sometimes a part of i guess reinventing yourself and healing if you went Mm -hmm. through something similar to what any of the sad girls in the territory have gone through i guess in a way you find like catharsis but at the same time Um, Not everyone reacts the same. Not everyone will enjoy reading about their own traumas or triggering themselves just because they want to fit in or they want to post about it. Like If you absolutely cannot endure any of the books that are often recommended to be part of the sad girl movement, You don't have to read them. You 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 absolutely don't have to read them. It can be part, Um,
1: but it's not even being part of. It's just yeah, no.
0: Like you can still like it and enjoying the genre, but you don't need to consume all of the books that are about this particular experience.
1: Yeah, it's not a TBR. It's just like (laughs) yeah, exactly (laughs) conquer. It's very like, if you feel like, like you said, you can relate to it and maybe catharsis. Oh, that's why I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. which sad book did that to you? Which side book you're you're telling yourself when I read it, it was so cathartic that I felt
0: like I was eating. In a way, My Dark Vanessa. Oh, Okay. In, in a way, I guess that's why it took me so long to finish. Uh, and, you know, my experience wasn't even as similar or like as aggressive as Vanessa's uh, in a way. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the things that I read made me realize that, you know, I've encountered uh, abusive people in my life. And I was also, you know, manipulated into believing that because you love someone... You have to accept anything. And, you know, you tell, you, you tell yourself a lot of things of like, no, it, it was my choice or like we loved each other and stuff like that. So that's why this tiny book, because compared to some of the other books that I've read this year, <laughs> this tiny book was so hard to read. But also it helped me understand that, first of all, you are never alone. And second of all, it takes a lot of courage for you to actually accept that you were a victim in a way and that it's not your fault. Like it, it really, it really requires a lot and I am thankful for this book, but it's not a book that I will give to someone else in a way. Like, I guess I will talk about it and, you know, tell them like, hey, you know, like you can read it but this is the real deal with the book so just maybe be careful before like Get entering the, the 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 thing because it it mm-hmm. was a tough one like some 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 scenes are still like very like ingrained into my head but there's things where I could yes end, oh no, no 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 exactly. exactly
1: i saw it i was like there's no way i could handle this correctly like it's I funny told. because
0: Because I guess, like, for example, there, I've read a lot of like very sad books. Uh, Like, for example, at least for me, every now and then, the Song of Achilles calls for a reread. But that kind of like sadness is different to the one that you experience when you read McDar Vanessa. Because McDar Vanessa is not only sadness, it's frustration, it's pain, it's I cannot believe how all of this happened, mm-hmm. and how everyone let you be the victim. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah, hard to I see.
1: I know that Mother Vanessa was just. It was. It is a
0: tough one. It is it a very tough intense. one.
1: It was very intense, and I, and I'm glad that, like, I'm glad that you found it and you were able to read it and find healing in it. Yeah, but I can understand when you say like, oh. I then you look back to your past relationship with people and you're like, okay, I did because I was also younger than the yeah. other person. I did accept too much.
0: Yeah, and exactly.
1: Like even when because sometimes you're so frustrated with the main character and you're like, why are you doing this to yourself? Like I do not understand. You're hurting yourself. Yes. And then you're like, oh, but I was I I was doing the same. And because like you said you were in love like you didn't thought that you were hurting yourself you were just in love and you were just like I don't know if so yeah it's it's very I feel like it was very uh, uh, kind of open open some truth that was like hidden yeah my, and yeah so yeah definitely Magda Vanessa be careful people
0: <laughs> oh yeah absolutely daughter Vanessa it's a tough one she is tiny but mighty <laughs> yes how about yeah. you what was like the sad girl book that you said, yes this is it this is it i like what was the one that probably made you feel like understood or ha that helped you cope or heal
1: i feel like convenience store woman Mm-hmm. I feel like some, some people, I was talking to you about it, some people feel like it's not an unhinged woman or maybe not a sad woman or whatever. But I feel like it really opened my eyes to kind of appreciate that sometimes... maybe You the things like,
0: different and that's okay? <laughs>
1: yes, yes. But also like stop being, always feeling that you have to be at a certain point in your life because right now maybe I don't know for anyone else who's listening but I feel like I had like when you were young you were like oh at 25 I will be married I have six children and six dogs you know something like that and then you're like "Mm, that's not it (laughs) and then other people in your own like environment is like why don't you have children or why uh, don't you have this kind of job even? And you're like, but I'm happy with, with what I'm where I am now, you know? Yeah. So I feel like a convenience store woman. It
0: felt, is a sad read. Feel like like, an awa- yes, and felt like an
1: awakening being like, you know what? If I feel happy there, why would I try to be someone else? Yeah. That's oh, yeah.
0: Like, I feel like a lot of people say that it's not sad because the main character was happy in a way, but... Uh, but she was uh, also like she, she yeah. In because I feel like she she was numb in a way. Yes. Uh, that for because everyone kept on asking and reminding her that she could be in a better place if she did things different or why wasn't she pursuing something else? Like I feel like it is valid that some people think that it's not a it's not part of the sad girl conversation, but I guess. Mm-hmm it is part of it um because i remember on yes i guess like it's it's a little bit um hinge and that's something that i also uh we also like, subscribe to <laughs> yeah absolutely like oh come on like Love unhinge unhinge women, women. sad women of course like whatever <laughs> give it but like i feel like it like i remember that at some point when like the main character i think her name was keiko yes uh, I feel she, like, rea- like, she realizes that everyone like judges what she where she is or what makes her happy i i if i don't if i remember properly she feels like sad at that point not because of her life room. but because of how other people perceive her as if yeah, she but was she decide
1: yeah. she actually decided to get married or something like that to live with a man and everyone mm-hmm. in her environment and family is like, Oh my god, this is great. Even at the convenience store, mm-hmm. they're like, Yes, go get married, it's better than here. But then at some point, I don't know why, she's kind of like very mixed and she's kind of hungry, hangry about what she's like living in her in her yeah. home because she's not working. Uh, the guy who she's with is kind of a parasite, so he's not bringing a lot to the table, and he's always having those rant about life. And she's like, "Yeah, doing nothing actually to improve." And then she goes into another convenience store, and she, just as she enters it, she kind of start to, um, put, put like every element in their place because they're like not put in a way, in the way she she did it Mm -hmm. in in her own convenience store and she she just got that she just got her happiness back and then she's like go (laughs) wait and she's not marrying him and I was like yes take the power (laughs) take the power back girl
0: (laughs) because
1: apartment and everything so I mean if if it was the job that made you feel a whole do it like why are we always judging people on their career, on their like fami- family stand, or like environment? If they actually say to you, I'm happy, I'm like, it should be enough.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's
1: why I'm like convinced you store woman with was-
0: And it's a great book as well. Like I it's 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 very short, uh, but it's a great read and you experience a lot of emotions when you read it. Like yes. She is super, I remember I saw your review and, you know, it's not that I was not convinced because I also saw it like, uh, my book stats, uh, Instagram. Yes. And she often posts very compelling books. And one of them was this one. I remember she was one of the first to put it out there. And then you were like, oh, you know, like this is great because of this and this. And I was like, okay, compelled." I'm I need to convince it. Convinced. it's not <laughs> <now> whenever people <laughs> yeah exactly but you know like I guess circling back to our main point um yes. points per points sad girl <laughs> movement has always existed it is there for a reason and it's not going anywhere like it's not only trending right now because it's trendy or aesthetic it's I don't think that's the like I feel like a lot of people haven't gotten the actual message and that's okay because you you I guess you have to keep on reading about these women slowly at at your pace uh, to understand that the sad girl movement it's more about expressing yourself and fighting against you know like the stereotypes of women are crazy people it's normal for them to react like this it's normal they cry like uh, like crazies you know like or it's normal that they feel this way
1: because being emotional shouldn't be seen as being crazy like you're not crazy if Mm -mm. you actually feel your feelings and i feel like
0: that's yeah and i feel like that's that's one of the points of this movement like they like authors and creators in general take their characters. Things, yes, take the, their characters to the limits. So you see that every oh, yes. single little thing has its consequences, and this is what yes. happens when women are just you know taken for granted when it comes to conversations uh, of mental health. Like mm-hmm. uh, a lot of like studies uh, have have been conducted on men and oh, yes. even even then uh, even men struggle with mental illnesses but you know <laughs> women have just been categorized as the crazy over dramatic overreacting people. so you have to and even when like a man expresses the, express themselves it's like oh that's feminine. What are you doing? Are you crazy too? No, no it I was shouldn't, I was it shouldn't laughing be.
1: Because yeah, there was a woman who was like, if a man was actually shouting to you, they would just be taking seriously. But if a woman does the same, she's like, oh, she's crazy, and she needs to be yeah. like, hospitalized and everything. And I'm like, oh my god, it's it's very like it's very different for each gender. Yeah. So oh, yeah. What I wanted to ask you to is like, how can we actually do it justice? Like, how can we, even us, we, like, we're like we the sadly girl, but how can we create a kind of cult? <laughs> Maybe we should say community <laughs> that will represent everyone.
0: I feel like first things first is that we have to really include um, BIPOC authors and BIPOC characters into the conversation. Sad and girls' their books, too, yeah, exactly. To... Sad girls aren't just uh, white women struggling; it is part of the conversation. But women, point blank, are struggling. The background yes. and their race—they're also
1: struggling for different things. Oh, yes. Women will so not... everything
0: comes to play, you know. Everything comes yes. to play, and like for example, my experience one be the same as an african-american women experience ever ever and that's important for us to realize that this movement needs to open the door for all women not just one single type of women mm-hmm. every woman should be part of because we're not taking into consideration all of this things there's trans women there's black women there's Muslim women, there's Latin women. All women should be part of the conversation. And I just feel like to make it justice, sure, you are allowed to read whatever's trending, but invite yourself to discover more sad women in literature. It's not... It's not because it's you just, it will it, give you also empathy towards them because it will know. give you empathy and you know it will open the possibility of your own opinions mm. on everyone, you know, like it it will amplify your views in a way, like it, it won't stay only in like oh it's an aesthetic. It's not about the aesthetics. I just feel like number one always always make room to read about other sad women experiences one second remember that the sad girl movement it's not about how hot or mysterious you can be it's about real people struggling mm-hmm. and people there are not only in books; it's it's real people out there. Like these stories are stories that have happened to a lot of women of all races and backgrounds, and they and it should it, it's just important to be respectful and mindful. I guess like it's it's not something we should just one normalize, but I guess glorify understand yeah. instead of glorifying. Like it's not. Yeah. It shouldn't be like, oh, let's let's read this so we can be hot, cool, oh, or cool, you know. Like what I've seen recently is that a lot of uh, teenagers are getting, you know, my year of rest and relaxation without understanding that it might not be the book and it not might be the time to read it. Uh, yeah, because like she
1: it's not it's (laughs) not cute I mean she actually it's absolutely
0: not I mean I I love yeah I I love the cover and I understand that many people will be drawn to it because of how aesthetic and beautiful the book looks but before you get into before you get into any of these books read about them understand and see if you want to actually get into it because it might be not the read for you not because you're not smart but because it might maybe not the time trigger you or it might not be the time absolutely Mm -hmm. it might not be the time now i'm not saying teenagers are not smart i i absolutely love newer generations but i just feel like if you have the chance to curve the ball for a while and not get into this uh, conversations just because you think they are trending or you want to be in touch and blah, blah, blah. Take your time. Take your time. That's that's all I'm saying. Third, it is I guess...
1: It's yeah. not a spring, it's a marathon.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, third, if you are going to recommend these books, always make sure that you include a trigger warnings um inform yourself of what was triggering for some other people we have amazing tools out there like first of all google is our best friend and we have good yeah. reads many of us have good reads so you can go through comments and i've seen like that for example we go back to my Vanessa, which was like my cherry on the ice cream <laughs> <laughs> um a lot of people say they enjoyed it, but not in the way of like, oh, this was a fun read. We'll read again. But, you know, they enjoyed it because it was super well written. It talked about a lot of, like, things that many people struggle to still talk about in 2022 incredibly. Um, but it's not about like, oh, it was ha-ha funny. It was ha-ha, please help. <laughs>
1: yeah it, it's just it's a piece of art but yeah. yeah consume with um how do you say that just be aware <laughs> just be aware just when of it
0: there's great <laughs> you know there's great recommendations but there's also great um articles out there mm-hmm. that can make you understand why or why not you should read about sad girls and i guess the fourth one well you know always be mindful always be mindful about what you're reading and have it always on top of your mind it's it's really not about who reads what first or you know if you cannot read it right now because you know it might trigger you or something you shouldn't you shouldn't just try to fit into the, the conversation just because you see it all over the place
1: yeah just take care of yourself when you're reading that's, that's oh really yeah important
0: all right, so what books are we going to recommend to diversify the sadgar list uh but we have a lot, so we can do
1: rapid fire <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> I can read it very fast so but obviously we put dominicana uh it is an amazing book
0: you can oh yeah I have five stars it.
1: Yes, I Am Not Your Perfect Mexican Daughter. Also amazing. Olga Dies Dreaming. Amazing. I mean, it was it was my first five stars of the year. Of oh, the so year.
0: Yes, I remember that one.
1: <laughs> uh, the last story of Minali. Lee. Uh, we also have Convenience Store woman Kim Jing Yong, born in 1982. Beloved. The Color Purple. The Vegetarian, Luster, The School of Good Mothers, which was... Oh, uh, <laughs> you need to read it. It was very intense. <laughs> and I also included another Brooklyn. An so amazing
0: read, yes. I do
1: want... I had that, if we can do a kind of challenge to ourselves. Uh, I do want to have more Muslim author because obviously yes. they're missing from our list. So if you have any recommendation about it.
0: Let us know. Seriously, like this is not... Um, this is not us asking you to educate us it's just that i feel that it's hard to find um real find good experiences like good experiences actually... because i've i've received a couple comments at least in the bookstore i work at uh we have like this place of that's like our voices, and we had to change a lot of the books that were there because many, many, many of the books at least in Muslim voices uh, or Middle Eastern voices mm-hmm. uh, were, were actually not from the region, one, or weren't Muslims. We're just, you know, other people taking the, the, the space of someone else. So I, if you have any recommendation uh, from that part of the world whether it's muslim or just middle eastern let us know we we will really like to know i i guess i could add narinja i read it recently it's a very very sad story um but you know if you have something else and you feel like ah this will be like pick sad girl from middle east let us know we will love to know Yes, so
1: you can find us on Instagram to the Sad Lid Girls Pod Instagram. So you can DM us or even comment. We will be very, we will really appreciate it. So for the episode,
0: a tough one but a good one. <laughs> Listen, it all came together. It all came (laughs) together. I feel like it's going to uh, be a great, great, great episode as always. I always say it's like, oh, the next one's going to be my favorite. But I feel like this one will be part of my favorite so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll have a a guest. Um, I cannot wait for you to listen to her. And, you know, the episode in general, it's about like something a little lighter, something a little lighter, something a little happier something a a little sillier
1: (laughs) a little bit team there a little bit (laughs) foolish oh yes
0: absolutely it is steam um oh i guess i uh. don't give too much (laughs) in don't give
1: too much in because because the people the one that will know they will know and i'm oh they will know i feel like a lot of
0: people will know because um not are only... obviously a fan of
1: the person we're talking about so
0: <laughs> listen not only ranting made us besties <laughs> it was also part of the conversation it was also part of our love so now you know i think i i think i gave it all but like well <laughs> you can
1: go see our instagram to uh
0: Oh, so, let us know. We wanna, we wanna see what you what you what you perc- what <laughs> you even the picture we took or even the videos, the face of the person so is like... everything, everything about this person is on there. So whoever gets to guess correctly <laughs> guys <laughs> guys, maybe I don't know, maybe I'll get you a book if you get it properly. <laughs>
1: Anyways, we're getting too delirious, so see you in the next episode.
0: See you next time. Bye. Bye.